think that actually the first few years of being a teacher or being a teacher in general is also very related to growing as a person because you learn how to also regulate your emotions in class mm -hmm. like when someone asks you something and you don't know mm -hmm. anything about that because sometimes we don't know <laughs> the, yes. the, the answers to some questions yeah and also uh, we shouldn't take some things personally right yeah. not everything is about us Today's episode will be about the experience of novice teachers. We're gonna talk about the perks, but also some bad sides of starting a teaching career. We know that teaching is exciting, but let's be honest, it can be really stressful sometimes, especially when you are only starting your career, just like us. So, being a novice teacher, what is it like? Maybe it's the whole process where you are just getting comfortable with teaching yeah. and you are uh, gathering all the materials or the resources oh, yeah. and uh, you are observing a lot of experienced <coughs> teachers. What struggles did we find? How is yes. my accent going to sound? If I am teaching pronunciation, like how are they gonna take it? What if this person that is a native speaker, you know, sees that I'm not saying something correctly yes. and then... And what if they correct you? And most importantly, how did we overcome them? Without further ado, I am Eva. I am Maria. And, and this, this is Teacher Takeoff, the podcast that will sweep you off your feet and help you find your way. Teacher or student, put your seatbelt on and get ready to take off. Hello, everyone. Hi, I'm Maria. Hi. I'm Eva. Welcome to our very first podcast. Yes. I'm so okay. excited that we're finally doing that. Yes, because we took our time, didn't we? <laughs> yes. We wanted yes. to do this for so long. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we are going to take it easy, right? Mm -hmm. We're just drinking some coffee. Yes. While speaking to each other. It's supposed to be a chill podcast for, for you, to help you, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. What else are we going to do? Yes. So, talk yeah. is the best part, right? Yeah. So, let us introduce ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, so, we are novice teachers. Yes. So, we are trying to be teachers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we want to be teachers. We have already finished our master's. We were in the master's together, right? Yes. Master's true. in TESOL. Yeah, which is teaching English mm -hmm. to speakers of other languages. Yes. Yes. So we are English teachers. Yes. And we actually live together. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we just decided to start this podcast because we had this amazing idea of helping everyone else because we want to share our experience. Yes, that's right? true. And we help each other mm -hmm. quite often. Yeah. So we just want to share... Um, our experience and maybe some some tips with you guys yes. as well. Yes. So the very first podcast, so this first episode, is going to be about being a novice teacher. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So for you, Eva, what do you think is being a novice teacher? Yeah, it's really, really hard to answer this question. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, True. But yeah, maybe some general definition could be um, some, maybe first year. Mm -hmm. of being a teacher, first year after graduating, finishing mm -hmm. um, university. Uh, but I don't think 
after one year of teaching, I'm stop. Go- I-, I will stop being a novice teacher. Yeah. So I think it's definitely more, maybe two or three years. Mm-hmm. So may- maybe it's the whole process where you are just getting comfortable with teaching yeah. and you are uh, gathering all the materials or the resources and uh, you are observing a lot of experienced teachers, right? So you are basically learning while teaching. Yes, yes, Yes. exactly. Because if I remember correctly, like when I was learning, I never thought that teachers would have such a like hard job, to be honest. Yeah. Like we always thought, oh no, but just, you know, they're teaching us, it's natural for them, right? Yes. But it actually has a lot of hard work be, um, behind that, mm-hmm. right? Lots of planning. Lots of planning. Lots and lots of planning. I think being a teacher is the most structured, one of the most structured jobs ever. Yes. <laughs> right? You have to be very organized, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, and even some of our friends, when we talk about these kind of things, being a novice teacher, etc., they always say, even if they have been teaching for a while, they always say that they feel like, like novice still. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Yeah. So I think it's also about becoming more confident yes. about ourselves mm-hmm. and uh, confident enough to, to teach, to actually mm-hmm. stand or sit in front of your students oh, yeah. and just be natural. And maybe one day it will actually feel like that. So as something what we expected, that the teacher just comes into the classroom yeah. and, and, and they teach. Yeah. And it's natural, and, and then they go home after yeah. the class, right? And yeah. they, they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. So maybe one day it will feel like this, what do yes. you think? Hopefully. I mean, <laughs> I'm still growing my confidence when it comes to teaching, and definitely these first few years are going to be crucial for it, because it's when you are going to collect all the materials that you're going to use. Um, of course, there's always a, a point of improvising right i think a teacher should always also have this improvisation skill um but apart from that because he has so much planning and he has so much you know thought behind uh i think these first few years are crucial for any teacher yes and uh maybe this is also really good time for trying new things yeah. and trying to find ourselves and our, oh, yeah. our teaching style oh, yes. and our teaching preferences mm-hmm. you know and as uh, one of our teachers would say yeah. uh, our teaching persona right so yes. we are we are building this um this persona during these years i think yes so it's very important because um we don't want to you know, be those one of those teachers that we didn't really, yeah. you know. I think like, any teacher has like thought about this, right? What type of teacher do I want to be? Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end, even if you get caught up in you know work and you know these really long hours, because at the end of the day, being a teacher in in um, uh, includes having lots of long hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah I think it's a very important part and I think during these few years um, it's all about kind of building your own teaching persona as you said Mm -hmm. so I agree completely yes and this um, kind of leads to maybe another point Mm -hmm. which is uh, what we expected Mm -hmm. teaching job would be like when we when we studied teaching and how it is 
how it actually is. <laughs> <laughs> kind of expectations versus reality, right? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? How how was it for you? So I definitely expected something less stressful because okay. I have to admit that it is yeah. it is stressful. Um <laughs> yes. sometimes I really feel feel anxious mm-hmm. and I feel respons- responsible. Yeah. Because I really, really want my my students to mm-hmm. learn something. Yeah. I don't just want to come and teach and, and don't care about them. Mm-hmm. So I always try to adapt everything according to their needs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really, really hard. And it's really time consuming. Yeah. So I definitely did not expect this one. Oh, yes. I think it's the same for me. Although I already... I, I tend to come into jobs without any expectations. Sometimes you cannot help but have some, mm-hmm. right? And in my case, it was the type of education that was uh, taught. Um, so... I would say that I was kind of disappointed because, you know, when you're studying, you have this picture of being a teacher that is very beautiful and, uh, you know, it's, it's, do you think it was kind of, do you think it was realistic what we were taught versus what we encountered? You mean what we were taught during, for example, teaching practice yes. in our masters? Yes. Um, well, teaching practice definitely feels like a dream right now. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. first of all, we had lots of support, right? Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. we had plenty of time mm-hmm. to prepare one class. Oh, yeah. Which was not even one hour. Mm-hmm. It was 30 minutes class. Mm-hmm. And it was really well structured. We prepared our materials. Uh, we tried online teaching. We also tried face-to-face teaching. Yeah. But it is completely different now because we are not going to have... 30 minutes class mm-hmm. in a week, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to have six, seven, eight, maybe even 10 hours, 15 hours of teaching, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think same. For me, it was also a shock to get into what actual teaching is. Um, because, as you said, we spent, you know, a lot of time for just 30 minutes teaching. And then in real life, now you have to prepare classes in five minutes, in ten minutes. Like, sometimes even improvise during the class because you don't know what you're going to teach. Yeah, it's true. And do you remember how we planned? Yeah. How we spent one day? I remember it was from, like, 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. until 9 p.m. until they closed the uni. Yeah. And we spent the whole day planning one class. Yes. And at the end of the day, we hadn't finished. Like, we still had a lot to do. Yeah. So that that was crazy. Yeah. I think also I've I've uh, learned about my overthinking during it because you know how I mean you want your class to be perfect, of right? Course. And during the masters we were trying to reach perfection with each of the TPs mm-hmm. that we had teaching practices. Um and now uh, you you don't even have time to overthink. You don't even have time to to think about the details of the class. Yes. You just have an overall view of how it's going to be, and sometimes you don't even have lesson plans. Mm-hmm. So either <laughs> you have it in your mind or you write a few bullet points, mm-hmm. uh, and that that's how it is. But no one told us that before. So our expectations when we uh, came to actual uh, to actually teach, it was it was kind of shocking. It was, yes. And I also find it really difficult to to follow all 
every piece of advice and and all the tips from our teachers yes because yes i was able to follow it during uh, tp yeah. right but in reality it's it's really hard yes because yes. it's sometimes it's really it goes really quickly and mm-hmm. you just need to plan this and this and and then you teach mm-hmm. and then you afterwards you realize like oh but i should have done this yeah. maybe it would be better for them maybe they would have more opportunities to to speak yeah. so to develop like their fluency right but i didn't mm-hmm. do it and mm-hmm. I, I should have done it yes and this also maybe leads to the point where we are very hard on ourselves oh yeah and we expect a lot right mm-hmm. so this is another thing that we need to learn mm-hmm. we need to learn how to like accept Mm-hmm. okay our our lesson was not perfect, perfect. Yeah. but they learned something they yeah. still learned something and it's good mm-hmm. yes i think we shouldn't uh reach for <laughs> for the highest you know gold right now um once we have more experience and once we have those materials we can adapt them more we can you know we can do whatever we want with them. Mm-hmm. But at the moment, I think just having the basis of them learning something um, is what we should, you know, be reaching for. Yeah, but I actually think we, we can aim high, right? Okay. I mean, it's always good, <laughs> right? Okay. But we need to be smart about that. We need to be, uh, we need to know that, okay, we are aiming high. We mm-hmm. want it to be the best. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, it's okay. Yeah. Okay, I can see that point of view. I mean, with that, I didn't mean that I was, you know, gonna do my best or gonna reach for the highest peak. But that if it doesn't happen, like, not be disappointed by it. Yes. Because it's going to happen <laughs> many yes. times. And don't be sad about it and yeah. don't overthink, which we tend to do, to yeah. be honest. I think that actually the first few years of being a teacher or being a teacher in general is also very related to growing as a person because you learn how to also regulate your emotions in class. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, like when someone behaves not in the right way or or someone asks you something and you don't know anything Mm -hmm. about that because sometimes we don't know (laughs) the the, the answers to some questions. I think it's, it's... You also learn how to regulate yourself, like... Okay, let's not get angry. Let's have a little bit of patience. Let's, you know. Yes. Yeah. And also, uh, we shouldn't take some things personally, right? For example, one of my students, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, our classes are fun. And I always had the feeling that he uh, he's enjoying that. Yeah. Uh, He was active, talkative. Mm -hmm. But one day after a few weeks, mm-hmm. right? Because um, we are having classes. We ha- we have classes every day mm-hmm. for a few hours, mm-hmm. which is a lot. But after a few weeks, um, in the morning, he didn't come. Mm-hmm. He just didn't show up, and I was worried. Like, what happened to him? Is he sick or something? Um, so I called, and apparently he just didn't want to come because he was tired. And I was really worried about that. And I was thinking, like, is it my fault? Is yeah. he, does he like me as a teacher? Yeah. Does he like my lessons? Is he bored? Or yeah. I, I don't want to, you know, bore him to yeah. death. <laughs> so I, I was really sad. Yeah. And I remember, I, I remember telling you about mm-hmm. this, right? Yeah. But the the truth was something, something else, you yeah. know? He was just, I mean, 
he's a teenager, you know, so they yeah. are moody and all. Mm-hmm. So we shouldn't take things personally because it's not not everything is about us. Yes, right. I think that's also a really hard lesson to learn um, because you know we're only human, and mm-hmm. sometimes also being hard on ourselves and perfectionists and whatnot, um, it, it also leads to us whipping ourselves, you know? And mm-hmm. it's not... Yeah, sometimes it's not our fault. Mm-hmm. I would say yes. most of the time it's not our fault if we are trying to do a good job and actually thinking about the lesson that we want to give because, you know, there are teachers and teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> and I think that, that this also leads to another topic... Uh, talking a bit about the issues that we've had and all. What do you think are, are other of the struggles that a teacher goes through, or at least a novice teacher? A novice teacher? You don't know? Um, there are many. I mean, so I can't tell you, you know, okay. right? because uh, there are lots of struggles, actually. Yes. So we all, we, we've already mentioned a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that one of the struggles for us mm-hmm. because I'm going to talk about myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Of yeah. So we are English teachers. Yes. Right. And we are English teachers in the UK. Mm-hmm. And we are both foreigners. Yes. So we are not native speakers. <laughs> Actually we haven't told where we're from, right? Yeah we haven't. <laughs> so where are you from Maria? <laughs> I'm from Spain. Spain. Well, sunny Spain. Yes. Where yes. are you from? Yes, I'm from Slovakia. Mm-hmm. Which is a little bit colder. Yeah. Than <laughs> Definitely, but yes. it's a beautiful country, lovely country. Mm-hmm. I have to yeah. Visit. Yes, I mean we have to, right? Yeah, we have to go to each other's countries. Spain is dream. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So, so we are foreigners. So yes. this is the biggest struggle for me. Mm-hmm. I feel that I feel like people are going to judge me, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I feel like, to be honest, mm-hmm. I'm not good enough because I'm not native because English is not my first language yeah Mm -hmm. so I still need to find a way how to deal with this yeah um and how to cope with this maybe anxiety Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and lack of confidence Mm -hmm. um because it doesn't matter where you are from right Mm -hmm. and if you are not native because we have other other things Mm -hmm, to, mm -hmm. to offer um I think that's a really interesting point because, you know, some of our learners go through the same things, mm-hmm. don't they? So don't you think that we can actually relate to them more because of this? Definitely. Definitely, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say that from my own experience, uh, well, I- I'm not a shy person. Mm-hmm. I, am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am. But But I definitely had this you know, instances in where, well, native speakers, you know, they're there. (laughs) Sometimes in the classroom. Yes. And sometimes you have to teach with them in the classroom. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's been interesting, to say the least. Sometimes it makes me not shy, but but, uh, Mm self-aware. You know, Mm -hmm. um, how is my accent going to sound? If I am teaching pronunciation, like, how are they going to take it? What if this person that is a native speaker, you know, sees that I'm not saying something correctly yes. and then... And what if they correct you? Or yeah. what if your students correct you, right? Yes, it's like... It's a nightmare. Yes. Yeah. Do you have any any experience with this? Have you experienced something like that? 
Um, about pronunciation. I mean, I remember that when I was teaching, well, the British curriculum is kind of different from mm-hmm. what I was used to. And I was teaching phonics to these kids. Um, and yeah, this, this, well, my teaching assistant, cause here there are teaching assistants. My teaching assistant, uh, was, well, I was asking her to pronounce some things instead of me because I mean, I made it sound as if, you know, it's all fun and games, yeah, but it's, and it's supposed to, it's planned, it's, it's planned, right? But, <laughs> but actually I was just so nervous to say, you know, those words in front of them with these native speakers, mm-hmm. because I don't know. It's just so much pressure on yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm not a native speaker. Um, yes, I I studied their language, but it's not the same, right? Yes. So yeah, I think that made me very nervous. Mm-hmm. Yes, but as you said, uh, the thing about relate being relatable, mm-hmm. I really love that. Mm-hmm. Really love that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's true. We've been through same experience, and mm-hmm. same things, yeah. and for them, it's even a little bit better because they are in this native environment, yes. right? So mm-hmm. everyone around them speaks English. Yes. Um, so it is. It is amazing that that they can. We can relate to them, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they can see us mm-hmm. as their some like role models yes because they know we've been through the same things and if we could learn it they can learn it as well yeah i agree right so don't you feel like it's too much pressure (laughs) (laughs) do you feel like sometimes we just put too much pressure on ourselves (laughs) and and we're just overthinking all the time (laughs) i think i mean we tend to overthink a lot that is true and living together we have realized that (laughs) even more but um you know, relating to the learners is the best part, even if we overthink about our accents, overthink about our teaching. Um, and more because, well, in our case, we teach refugees, right? Mm-hmm. So we teach people that are, have gone through really hard lives yeah. and to get here. So for them to be in this environment, for them to be taught is already a lot, mm-hmm. right? They're very grateful for it. So I think also a part of... Um, let's say the benefit right Mm -hmm. of being a novice teacher in this case um would be to also share experiences with them Mm -hmm. because as you said they see us as their role model and sometimes if we share something about our lives uh in the uk when we first came here how Mm -hmm. was it for us for them is very um eye-opening and they they get encouraged by it you know and some of them also teaching i think it's also about building their confidence not Mm -hmm. only their language because as you said for example uh speaking anxiety and all of these things are related more to you know confidence Mm -hmm. rather than actually being good or bad at the at the language that you're you're learning so i think this is also a really big part of of the teacher what do you think do you think that there's anything else that may contribute to this um yes like one thing i would like to add about the mm-hmm. uh, as you said speaking anxiety yeah because i really know how it feels like mm-hmm. like I, I was always good at english i had good mm-hmm. grades but when it came to speaking i was really shy and mm-hmm. i was i felt very anxious and i forgot everything yeah the teacher asked me a simple question and i i was you know like yeah. i couldn't say a word yeah. and then during exam he asked me some other question 
and in writing mm-hmm. it was my answer was perfect yeah right so I can definitely understand how it feels like mm-hmm. and what I do when I have some students that mm-hmm. feel anxious mm-hmm. for example when I was teaching in the language school mm-hmm. right after finishing masters mm-hmm. um, so I was teaching children and some adults yeah. in Slovakia so I was working online and there was this this girl um, she was in high school and she was really anxious when she was supposed to speak English okay. and I decided to share my experience with her mm-hmm. and I told her that I felt the same way in the past and to be honest I still feel the same way like okay. you are my student I am your teacher yeah but I still feel a little bit anxious while talking to you mm. you know so can you can you hear it and she said no I cannot hear it like it's you sound so natural mm-hmm. and I said and it's the same for you mm-hmm. like when you speak even sim- only simple sentences you sound natural you sound mm-hmm. good you know mm-hmm. so don't be scared of like people judging you or don't be scared of making mistakes i've probably made lots of mistakes <laughs> just doing this podcast right <laughs> and yeah. uh, so i decided to like take this risk and to share this experience with her mm-hmm. um and she yeah our, our relationship got better actually yeah. and she was uh she felt more comfortable with me okay so yeah so that was a win for you yes win for her yes yeah okay. true but about uh, the benefits because mm-hmm. yeah this is uh one of one of the benefits that we can maybe give or, or offers yeah r- offer right um and the other one um would be probably we are young yeah you know, we are just like i was thinking about that yeah fresh graduates yeah. and i think we've got lots of ideas and hope (laughs) (laughs) yes and motivation and we are inspired and we just we really really want to do it Mm -hmm. right yeah i think the same thing um i was thinking actually while you were talking about this this girl i was thinking would a really experienced teacher or all teacher um do the same with their student or not uh, because I was thinking about this empathy that teachers should mm-hmm. have with their students to actually sometimes be on the same level as mm-hmm. them as in sharing experiences, right? Do you think that mm, only novice teachers are able to do this? Do you think that this is lost throughout you know, your career? or mm, Maybe from my experience as a student, mm-hmm. sometimes I didn't feel like teachers are empathetic okay but sometimes i felt like they are okay. so i think it really depends and it's individual mm-hmm. but i would say that yeah it there is this tendency teachers tend to like change mm-hmm. and maybe um because they are confident they are experienced which is amazing right mm-hmm. maybe it's hard for them to to change mm-hmm. and when someone no, I, I i don't want to say criticize their way of teaching but when someone gives them some advice, it's yeah. really hard for them to change it. Yes. So I think as novice teachers, we should realize this. Yes. And in the future, we should remember this one. Yes. For sure. Yes, because we, we, I would say we are very adaptable. Mm-hmm. And we are mm-hmm. always trying to... Um, because of our inexperience, mm-hmm. right? We are always trying hard. 
mm-hmm. right? We are we are always trying our best. And when you get to a position where you have tried a lot of things and something has worked the best for you and you tend to stick to it, mm-hmm. I think it's very hard for you to change it. In some instances, not everyone is yes. the same, right? Yeah. Uh, but we have definitely seen cases, and I'm sure that all of you have also seen cases. So, yes, sorry, I can't do What were you going to say? Um, I don't remember. It's <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll come back to you. Yes, uh, I, I don't remember, actually. Okay. Oh, yes, yes, uh, I, I know. I wanted to say that uh, now, mm-hmm. during this first year, I really love being at the same level at the same position with my students like Mm -hmm. we are equals yeah because this is what i've seen um at the university in here okay in the uk Mm -hmm. i felt like teachers are very friendly and they trust us they understand us Mm -hmm. and um i really felt like we are equals so i was not afraid to be critical you know and to express my opinion Uh, and i want my students to be the same so i love being I, I love that feeling that we mm-hmm. are equals. I mean, of course, mm-hmm. you need to be like yeah. a little bit higher because there is this authority, right? And yeah. they need to respect you, especially kids, mm-hmm. because they will they are going to try your, remi- your oh, limits, yes. right? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, but with older students, I, I like it, yeah. Okay. I also think that uh, keeping your boundaries is very important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we can be equals, but also with our boundaries there. Yes. Because sometimes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but actually, we came up with so many topics yes. uh, during this discussion. Yes. We should definitely talk about like being about being understanding and em- and being and about empathy. Yeah. Yes, and yes, also yes, boundaries. Yes, and trust. Yes, 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 yes. I think this is really important. But even though we have talked about a little bit of struggles and a little bit of benefits about mm-hmm. being a novice teacher. Um, probably next week mm-hmm. we will have some guests. Yes, right? also novice teachers. Also novice teachers, or at least they consider themselves novice yes. teachers. Um, and the, we will get more into detail yes. about these, about their lives, their experience. Yes, because it might be different from us, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Okay. So this was the another podcast Thank for the first so episode. Wow, it feels so good. <laughs> Right? I hope we were not embarrassing. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I hope, um, well, we hope that this, or at least that experience and what we talk about here can help you to thrive in your position as a teacher. Yes, we hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you so much. Bye bye and have a lovely day or evening, thank wherever you, you are. <laughs>